You're listening to Rewrite Your Mindset, a podcast for the female entrepreneur ready to up-level every area of her life so she can feel confident, empowered, and ready to make her mark on the world. We work on rewriting our inner dialogue script that's holding us back so we can start seeing results. Are you done playing it small and ready to create the life of abundance and impact you've been dreaming about? You're in the right place. Hey guys, I am so excited for this episode. Okay, I've given myself a week or so to kind of decompress and really take in everything that I took away from Transformation Weekend with Badass Business Babe. And you guys, the fact that I got to meet Lauren in person blows my mind. It was even better than I could have ever imagined. I didn't really know what to expect walking into this weekend. I just knew that I needed to be there and whatever I needed to shift and step forward, I was going to find in that weekend. So I walked into this with a completely open mind and a whole lot of anxiety and nervousness, but excitement and joy. And I could have never even imagined the transformation that would actually happen through that weekend. So I wanted to break that down for you guys and kind of give you like a behind the scenes look into what that experience was like. One, because I know that it's really difficult to make investments in yourself if this is something you haven't been doing before. And so I want to be that living example for you. But also because I know a lot of people are wondering like, is Transformation Weekend for me? Is this something that would help me grow and the ways that I want to grow? Is this an experience that would fit me? So let me give you a personal diary of how that weekend went down and everything that I took away from it. Okay, so Transformation Weekend, as soon as I heard that it was available, I looked up every last possible detail on what it was, what was involved, and I pictured myself sitting on that floor. Like, I literally went to the landing page and saved one of the photos that she had from one of her other in-person events so that I could look at it on repeat and imagine myself sitting there. Now, Transformation Weekend has 10 students for the first round and I was the last person to grab a spot so with all 10 students and Lauren there was 11 total now I want to tell you really quickly 11 has a very very significant meaning to me I was born on April 11th at 7 11 p.m the time not the store um and so 11s have always been my lucky number. I'm going to be that gal that always shouts out, it's 11, 11, make a wish. Like, I'm so that person. I absolutely love 11. The fact that I walked into this in the 11th spot was super significant to me. Okay, so just a little behind the scenes. Adam, my husband, flew over to Connecticut with me. Um, We had both needed a major reset. We both work from home. We have two small children, ages two and five. It had just been go, go, go for the last several months, and we were both exhausted. 
emotionally, physically, all of that, we were past the point of burnt out. So Adam's House has an opportunity to spend a weekend decompressing, getting the last of his homework done, and then kind of doing his own thing. And I would go to Transformation Weekend and experience that. So we were together, but not really, right? Like we went into this weekend and I was like, I just want you to know, like if I'm gone all day from sunup to sundown and I don't get to see you except for right before bed, like I apologize, but I'm going to, I'm going to put myself into this 110%. And he's like, girl, like stop stressing out about it. You're giving me an entire weekend without the kids to go do whatever I want. Like I'll be fine. He's the extroverted version of me. Um, fun fact, we both have, so we both took the Myers-Briggs personality test and I am a ISTJ. He is the extroverted, literally the extroverted version of me. He is an ESTJ. So transformation runs Friday, Saturday, and then a partial day on Sunday, or at least the first event did. So we flew in on Thursday because it takes almost a full day of travel to get from Oregon to Connecticut. So we started flying Thursday morning. We didn't arrive till that evening. The flights were super uneventful. We had a layover in Chicago um, before we boarded our final flight to Connecticut. Um, So when we did arrive, it was like 1030 at night. And by the time we got to our hotel grabbed an uber and got to our hotel we i think it was like 11 11 15 we checked in we got up to our room like it was almost midnight and guys the hotel that we booked was not the one that um, it's not the good one which is where the first event was held it was a close by hotel But we had originally booked that one because we were trying to budget and save some money, which was a terrible mistake. (laughs) We checked in and there was white, nasty, huge stains all over the carpet. Like, you didn't want to sit in the chair that was available next to the bed. The only thing that looked clean was the toilet and the... um, sheets on the bed itself so like we went to sleep in full clothes like I had a sweatshirt on I had pants on I almost slept with socks on just because I didn't want to touch anything like I took off my clothes and put them immediately back in the um in our suitcase because I didn't want them touching the floor like it was disgusting and so we actually that night at eleven fifty-five p.m we booked our hotel stay for the Goodwin for the rest of the weekend. And we're like, I don't like, we prepaid for the hotel we were at. We're like, oh, I don't even care. The money is lost. Like, <laughs> I will do anything for the upgrade. So that next morning, we actually both packed back up, took an Uber over to the Goodwin, got there super early so we could check our baggage in. And then so I could check in for the event, but I did not want, like, both of us did not want to stay at the other hotel. So Adam hung out. They have an awesome coffee shop that I guess turns into, like, a bar at night. So weird, weird flex, but okay. Um, But there's, like, this little library off the side of the coffee shop that is to die for. 
And so he spent that morning studying for for his school assignment, and then I went and attended Transformation Weekend. So I get escorted up to the room to wait outside um, because the floor that it's on, you need a hotel key to get into. And I didn't have one yet because we weren't allowed to check in early. So there were already a few girls waiting outside the door um, that had also gotten there early. And you guys, I could legitimately smell the sage burning from outside the room as I can hear that Lauren and her team are preparing the the room. And I know that they're doing some crazy, like, amazing positive ritual. Lauren was probably dancing her ass off. Like, I could feel the energy from there that they were prepping it for us. And so we just kind of, like, did some chit-chatting outside while we were all waiting. Everybody was super nervous. There were so many people I, I had seen all seen and quote unquote met these wonderful women online because we had a um, Facebook group for just the attendees but I never met any of these people in person and some of them um, for instance her name is Sarah she's also from Oregon so we're from the same state but we hadn't met until we flew across the United States to meet in Connecticut so I finally got to meet her Um, it's just I was so overwhelmed and like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me? Like, there was some moments of worthiness, like, do I even deserve to be here kind of thing? And then right in the middle of that, Lauren opened the doors and was waiting there to welcome all of us in. Now, I'm super overwhelmed in groups of people, especially people I don't know, this stems back to social anxiety, which I'm slowly um, taking out of my identity, but it's been a long process. And so a lot of the times I like to sit back and watch and observe because it helps me feel safer. So I was the last person to enter the room, the last person to give Lauren a hug, which was an amazing experience. Um, but I was also, that made me that 11th slot, which I didn't even think of until afterwards. I'm walking into that room. So meeting Lauren, she gave me this huge hug, looked me dead in the eye and said, you made it. You're here. This is your spot. And I remember telling her like, oh my gosh, you're going to make me cry. Like, don't do that. And she's like, that's my job. And she just starts like laughing in the most wonderful way. Like, we're going to do this together. She knew how much it meant for me to get that last spot for Transformation Weekend. And one of my favorite things about Lauren specifically is that she makes you feel seen and heard, um, no matter what level you are with her. So whether you're new to one of her Facebook groups or on Instagram, or you're in her membership, or you're in a higher tiered um, program of hers, like it doesn't matter. She's going to make everybody feel seen and heard. And that's completely unparalleled with any other experience I've had, especially in the coaching industry. So it's phenomenal. And welcoming every single person in like that just reminded me of why this was going to be different. And I knew it was going to be different because Lauren was leading it. So we all, we all filed in. There were um, tables set up, kind of like a little mini classroom on half of the room with, of course, the famous easel up front. 
Um, I was the last one in, so wasn't much choice of a spot, but luckily I got to sit next to Sarah, who's also from Oregon, and I just felt like that was meant to be. Um, we got goodie bags, which I'm going to be doing a reveal on my Instagram on everything that was in that. Um, and then she invited us to sit in a circle on some blankets for padding um, right in front of there's this cute little fireplace in the room. And so she sat down on her own little adorable, like, Moroccan-themed cushion in front of the fireplace itself, which was not on, but that's what we were sitting in front of. We all circled in front of her, and she she welcomed us in, kind of gave us, like, an overview of that day. And then she went and stood off to the side in one of the corners and one by one, she gave every single person that was there, um, they came over and sat in front of her and she gave them her own blessing. So, for instance, she burnt some sage. Um, she sprayed some of us with some essential oil blends. Um, some of us had like frankincense put on our forehead for our third eye chakra or on our chest something like that, um, with her permission, of course, and I was also the last one in line for this as well, because as an empath and, um, someone that takes on other people's feelings, everybody in that room was nervous and, um, a little closed off, and I was overwhelmed with that amount of energy in one room, but, as she went through and blessed every single person and did like a little one-on-one -on -one quiet talk with them, um, I could feel the tension like release one by one. And it was just a phenomenal experience. And so when I was the last one to sit in front of her, I was explaining that. I was like, it's, it's so much better. Like I could literally feel that energy shift after every single person sat down in front of you. Now, while we were waiting for everybody else to go through their blessing ceremony, we journaled about what we, what our intentions were for the weekend and what we had showed up for, what we wanted to see, and what we wanted to see a transformation in. And then when we were all done, we came and sat back down. And one by one, we introduced each other. Now, sitting in a circle full of women especially very powerful women, women that have a high drive, they have confidence, they have these huge dreams and aspirations. That can be very overwhelming and uncomfortable in general. Um, we've been pre-programmed forever for women to hate each other and tear each other down. And so the amount of times that I've sat in a circle like this has been very far and few between, right? It's a very un un unnatural feeling. Um, but as every single one of us introduced ourselves, I realized that every single person in that room sitting across from me was a mirror. We are all a mirror for each other. And a lot of the times we get triggered by what we see in our own reflection. And so I'll give you an example of this. There was this woman who I had been following since I saw her in the Transformation Weekend Facebook group. 
And come to find out, I had been pronouncing her name wrong this entire time. Um, on Facebook, I just see like the text version of her name, which is um, spelled like Andrea. But it's really Andrea. And so when she introduced herself, I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure that I talked to her earlier and said Andrea instead of Andrea. And now I feel like a complete jackass. Um, but I had been so excited to meet her in person because she was, like, next level online. Like, when I looked at her content, I absolutely resonated with it. I loved it. I loved how she showed up. I loved how unapologetic she was. When I met her in person, she came in with such a very large and vibrant energy and personality. Like, it was almost too big for the room. Instantly, my inner judgment and critic came out, like instantly and I was triggered by that and I realized as I listened to every single person in this room that that trigger and that judgment had nothing to do with her whatsoever and everything to do with me because I was fully intimidated by her in fact there was another woman as well that I was super excited to meet, but I was totally intimidated by her too because they both embodied this confident, um, amazingly intuitive boss babe vibe. Like they sat there and their transformation was that they wanted to stop making, um, stop, stop charging $500 for certain things in their business. And I was like, I'm lucky if I can make like, like what um and so meeting them in person I I realized that they were also embodying things that I had been taught to avoid or um things that past pains that I had experienced that were coming back up for me Now, in general, um, I have looked at other women as dangerous. And I don't know if this is because I worked in the steel industry and it's a male-dominated industry. I don't know if this is just, like, cultural programming. Um, But when I met these two specific women, but, like, larger than life, Andrea, I instantly thought, she's not going to like me. I can't possibly compete with her. But I realized if I dug a little bit deeper that it was old wounds surfacing for me and um, past instances where I was taught that I needed to be seen and not heard. And so the fact that she was larger than life was instantly triggering the you need to quiet down like that little voice. You need to be smaller. You need to not be so extravagant. And the parts of her that were showing up for me and triggering me um, were things that I had been shunned for in the past. So being too passionate or too driven or too too emotional about things um, or unrealistic. Like she had her head in the clouds to the point that she believed she was capable of anything. And I absolutely adored that kind of mindset it was scary to me because I had never really met someone in person that was that high vibe and high level and I want to make this really really clear had Andrea not shown up 
so brightly and so energetically, I may have never been able to see those past wounds resurfacing had she not shown the light on them. And I think that's really, really important. Um, Lauren explained that because each of us were in a service-based industry, we're all coaches of some kind, something had to have happened to us in the past to step into this type of role. We were all leaders that guided and served others and showed up to serve because at one point we needed that as well. And um, one of my favorite perspectives that Lauren teaches is that we're always serving an older version of ourselves. And often the people that we attract as clients are older versions of ourselves. And I think that's really important because when we understand that and we start showing up to serve and speak specifically um, to a specific person, to our target market, if we can look at an older version of ourselves, it's so much easier for us to relate on what kind of language we would have needed to hear it in, the message, on um, what perspective our ideal client currently sees through, on what they struggle with. We know that because we've experienced it in some ways on a very intimate level. So one of the biggest lessons that I've taken away from this weekend is really looking for what every single person that I run into is mirroring back from me. Because I think a lot of the times we don't like to see that reflection, especially if it's a dark part of ourselves that we keep shoved down or bottled up. Um, But those are the things that need to be healed And the reason that you're seeing them is often because it's time to heal those things. So we did the circle time. We started meeting everybody else. um, And there's there's a huge shift in the before and after everybody introduced themselves. Because I think everybody else started to see, too, that we saw ourselves in every other person that was there in one way, shape, or form. And that connection could only have been built in such a raw and vulnerable but safe space, but in person. I don't think we could have gone to that level had we been doing this online because I think that screen often serves as a barrier for us, um, both emotionally and physically. And so this in-person event really helped me shift my perspective on that and also to be in such close quarters with other impactful women And then really seeing myself as deserving a spot to sit in that circle. So I knew that parts of this weekend were going to be uncomfortable. I was not quite prepared for the next session. Lauren actually left um, for this part. She introduced us to this amazing woman named Lydia. And Lydia is the embodiment of the word goddess. And I don't say this lightly. She walked in and she may as well had sunbeams coming out of her forehead. Like she was beautiful inside and out. The way that she spoke was so fluid and comforting. The way that she moved was so feminine and sensual and just, I wish I could have 10% of that Um, charisma. She's just a wonderful, beautiful soul inside and out. Um, She teaches breath work, and I have never experienced breath work before. I have heard of it, 
and I mean very vaguely, but I had no idea what to expect. I've also heard that it's kind of uncomfortable to start out with, which Lydia told us as well, Um, but I had not experienced anything like this before, and so she came in, and she took us through a hour-long breathwork session. Now, this was a experience that I wasn't ready for, but I absolutely needed. Um, this was a sheer amount of vulnerability that could only be contained in the safe container of this weekend. Um, this was pushing me out of my comfort zone for sure. Breathwork is a series of, um, it, it's kind of like when you go through a guided meditation, you have somebody walking you through and what to pay attention to. And, um, it kind of touches very briefly on focusing on your breath. Breath work is taking that on steroids. Lydia helped us through the entire session on how to breathe. There's a specific way that you breathe. Um, and you're breathing in more of an unnat. it feels very unnatural and you do it for a long period of time to the point that you're going to have to push through the fact that it's uncomfortable, but it's going to bring up so many amazing um, things to heal and let go of. Through our breathwork session, we focused on our breath, obviously, but we also had a lot of, we were kind of guided through these things to pay attention to as we were breathing, um, what our intentions were, um, some feelings that would pop up, and a lot of it was kind of just opening yourself up to receive whatever you were going to receive um, and just being willing to listen to whatever that message that came through for you was. So every single person in that room had a completely different experience. Um, Some of the women there had very, uh, they opened up very real and deep wounds that they then were guided to move through. Um, There were things that some of us thought we were going to experience or thought that we would need to heal or bring up, but completely irrelevant things came up instead. Um, So it was a very deeply spiritual experience um, in more ways than one, but I'm trying to figure out how to put it into words if you haven't experienced it firsthand. All I can really say is if you have the opportunity to attend a breathwork session in person somewhere, um, go. I, I don't care what you have to shift around it. Like, go experience it at least once in your life. It was truly phenomenal. And I'm really, really glad that it was Lydia that helped us through it because she is like Lauren and she made it a safe space and um was the perfect guide especially if you had never gone through that before so breath work is really exhausting um especially when you are focused on your breathing for an hour (laughs) and probably taking more deep breaths and um like just more breaths than you're used to 
in such a long period of time. So we broke for lunch and I went downstairs and I grabbed Adam so that we could go have lunch together. He actually finished his homework in like four hours, something that would have taken him much, much longer at home with kids and everything else going on. Um, so we went across the street because there was this restaurant across the street, which is called the Max Downtown. Well, our son's name is Max. And I had actually seen this restaurant when we did like the Google Street View of the Good One Hotel. Um, and so both of us were like, oh my God, like that looks so fancy. I want to go there. And so we went over because they were open for lunch on Friday. And we sat down and uh, we ended up... We ended up meeting the most phenomenal fucking person at lunch because he was our server. And um, it was not what I expected at all. Like, I did not expect... Like, I expected the wonderful experiences to kind of be contained to Transformation Weekend and everything that happened in the meeting room in the hotel. Like, I kind of just expected that... When we went out to lunch or got stuff to eat or toured Connecticut on, like, our own time, that it was going to be cool, but it wasn't going to be, like, the highlight of the weekend. I was very wrong (laughs) because the whole weekend was phenomenal. But one of the reasons that our weekend was so phenomenal was because our server, his name was Abel, was a fucking phenomenal person and was... He made the entire experience so fun to the point that we did not eat anywhere else the entire weekend unless the Max was closed. So, for instance, I think it's on Saturday and Sundays they don't serve lunch. Um, So we ended up going for dinner because, like, we could not get enough. It was just incredible. The other thing that I really want to point out here is... Adam and I have talked about our business expansion and what our future looks like. And we talk about these things all the time. And like when we have the amount of money that we want to have and we can afford these experiences and do these things, one of the things that we talk about the most is being able to go to a nice restaurant where we have one server that is basically the only the only person that we'll see and they know us by name and we have this really great relationship with them and we can always tip them really well and we just have this amazing experience and going out to that restaurant becomes like just this this habitual practice of ours so that we can really feel an alignment and that high vibration and really feel that up level, but also be able to bless the other person as well. So we've talked about this forever. Like every time we go out to a restaurant, we talk about the fact that we want to find a restaurant that we love, whose food we enjoy, and specifically a server that we absolutely adore. And to find that on Transformation Weekend in Connecticut was like, like I showed up to this weekend 
wanting to really lean in and step into the next level version of myself because this was scary out of my comfort zone. This was something I'd never done. And so I really wanted to show up 110%. What does that version of me look like? What does it feel like? And I did that on both the learning level and then upgrading our hotel to the new room and all the experiences that came with that. But I also got to feel that in one of our biggest dreams, which this sounds silly, but it's one of our biggest dreams on being able to go out to this restaurant where um, our server knows us by name, is expecting us, and has a table saved for us in the back. We actually experienced that this week, that weekend, and it was incredible. Anyways, so we had lunch. It was phenomenal. I don't need to tell you that. I ended up having to leave early so that I could go back to um, training with Lauren, but Adam actually stayed over at the restaurant and stayed for a little while longer, enjoyed another glass of wine, like was able to talk to Abel and um, just relax and do his own thing. So I ran upstairs, I, I ran across the street and upstairs and we did a training session with Lauren. She broke out the easel, which we all knew that was going to happen. Um, we started talking about decisions, destiny, and fear is what it said on the agenda. And this was really looking at a in-depth view of how we perceived everything in our life. So we basically talked about what we were seeing in our life. And if if there was something we didn't see that we wanted to see, it was usually because we were not making enough decisions around it. So we took a really in-depth look on what kind of decisions we could make, what were the decisions we'd been putting off, um, what could be blocking us, and what to really work on. And then we dove into the six human needs, I think is what they're called. Um, And basically what our current lineup was, what was most important, and then what was least important to us. And then kind of how that affected how we were showing up. And then we rearranged them so that it could help us get to the next level, right? Because a lot of the times we weren't moving forward because our human needs were shuffled in the wrong order, let's say. Um, But we weren't focusing on the right things, if I trying to say it in a way that makes sense. Um, So we took a really in-depth dive on why we shuffled our cards that way and then what it would look like if we did it differently um, and how they kind of like corresponded with each other. And then after we did that, we got up, stretched our legs, walked around, and then we dove into another exercise, which was really um, taking a look at our current identity, both in ourselves and our business, and then what was showing up for us, especially after things like the I am statement, because what follows that is truly powerful. Um, But we really looked at the inner dialogue of our minds, and how that was affecting the external reality. And then learned, Lauren taught us how to shift out of whatever space we were in. And how to get from like a lack mindset or something that we were struggling with into a growth mindset, for instance. Um, so we spent a good amount of time 
really looking at that internal identity. And uh, I think she calls it identity intervention. And then that was the end of the day. Now, that entire day was mentally exhausting (laughs) like so much to the point that at the end I was like I really feel like I should be high vibe like on cloud nine right now but I'm just so weighted down with processing everything that she had jam-packed into the first day like it was eight hours of intensity in the best way possible but I had so many lessons and aha moments and things that I knew that I needed to change um, that I really walked away from that first session going like, holy shit, (laughs) I'm going to need time to process this, which is one of the reasons that I waited so long to record this is because I was just like, I, I can't even put words together right now. So we went to dinner back to the max. Um... (laughs) Abel happened to be working a double shift, so he was there for dinner as well. We had the most phenomenal dinner ever. Um, it was the best experience. We had a bottle of wine. I was so, like, I spent all dinner expressing gratitude to everybody and everything, and especially to my husband for flying out there with me. Um, this experience wouldn't have been the same, I don't think, had he not tagged along. It was really great to experience together. That reset in general was phenomenal. Um, And then we ended up going back to the hotel, to our new hotel room, um, which did not have gross things on the floor. And just fully leaning into it and experiencing it and just being truly present. I had expected to go through the whole thing and like bring you guys in every little detail on my Instagram stories. And there was just so much going on that I wanted to truly be present and aware and fully there to experience in it um, so that I could then, you know, tell you guys later, like on this podcast episode, to show you what that experience would be. So I'm breaking this this episode up into um, multiple parts because I don't want it to be, I respect your time and I don't want it to be super long, but I also don't want to glaze over anything because I think every single part of the weekend was really really insightful so this is day one of transformation this was the Friday um which I think was March 6th if I remember correctly um the next episode I'll go into is going to be Saturday and then I'll see if I can squish in Sunday because that was a part day as well but if you've been thinking about attending transformation weekend or an event at this caliber, I hope that this truly inspires you to invest in yourself because it's the best investment you could possibly ever make. But I also hope that it inspires you on what an in-person event could truly do that an online experience can't. Um, There are some amazing things that you can do online. There are some amazing programs that I've experienced online. But I think when we go outside of our you know, from behind our digital screen and truly connect, especially with other people in the same room that are going after the, like, um, Andrea said at the very beginning, she's like, I've, I want to connect with people where I can sit at the table and say, I want to have, you know, a, a six or seven figure year. And I, I don't want the people at the table to be like, 
girl, that's ridiculous. Like your, your head's in the clouds. And I resonated with that so much because I wanted to truly experience having those kind of people in my circle. Like I had never experienced, I had told Adam for years, like, I feel like such an outsider because we have such big dreams and goals and aspirations. And I feel like when I tell them to the people that we see in in person, like whether that's our friends or our family, they're like, don't you think that's a little unrealistic? And I so badly wanted to be able to be surrounded with people that had a like mindset. And I think that's truly powerful. But until you actually feel that in person, you're not going to experience it. So um, if you have the opportunity to go be with people that are your tribe, that are on the same wavelength, they're going to encourage you to do better. They're going to keep you in line. Like, they're going to be like, girl, like, don't give up. You got this. They're going to be your cheerleaders. They're going to be the people that are going to shoot for you. Um, Like, they're going to cheer for you. They're going to see you shoot for your goals. That's what I was trying to say. And be there on the sidelines say, yeah, like I always knew you could do it. But it's so encouraging to also see other people that also have those big goals and aspirations and want to reach that level as well. Because I think that really fuels the fire. And when you surround yourself with people that are like that and have that same kind of mindset, that that amount of community is is priceless in so many ways. All right, guys, I'll leave you here. Thank you so much for listening. And I am truly, truly honored that you would want to hear the behind the scenes experience of this with me. I hope you can watch my journey and it will inspire your own. Um, and yeah, tag me if, if this really resonated with you and you have taken the next step and really um, been inspired to go after something, let me know about it. Like, send me a message. Tell me what you're going after. Let me be your cheerleader. Let me be the first person saying, yeah, like, I always knew you could do it. You've got this. Um, That's what I'm here for. So I love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Rewrite Your Mindset podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you click on that subscribe button. Have a major aha moment? I'd love for you to take a screenshot of today's episode and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Rewrite Your Mindset so I can celebrate this breakthrough with you. Until then, 